Hello and welcome to the Design and Style podcast, a podcast for designers by designers. And I am your co-host, Rachel Moriarty. <laughs> I was going to say your hostess with the mostest, but I do have a co-host. Um, I'm Rachel with Rachel Moriarty Interiors and I have the lovely Dixie with Dixie Willard Design. So we are just going to have a chat today. Dixie and I, right. uh, we usually, we, you know, we have the Google Doc, we're uber prepared, we like, you know, to have these points that we talk about. Sorry, I'm, I'm moving stuff on my screen while I talk. Um, but, you know, sometimes we just need to hash things out. That's right. We, need, we, we feel like hashing today. I do. It's, it's a hashing kind of day. It's sort of a hash kind of day, you know? Not a hashtag. That's completely different. No. Hash hole. <laughs> Have you heard of hash holes? Hash holes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't be a hash hole. Don't be a hash hole. Um, and what we're hashing out today, and we were about to get into it off camera, not mm -hmm. into it like, oh, we're, no. we're fighting or something like that. We don't do that ever yet no um we might we might get we in might a at some point <laughs> oh, when are we gonna have our first argument i know how are you, how are we gonna make up with each other we gotta like we gotta learn to speak each other's love languages so we know how to make up with each other um but we started talking about our ever-shifting and evolving businesses mm -hmm. and our ever-shifting and evolving ideal clients. Yep. Um, my ideal client, when I first started my business, I'm not certain that it was necessarily different. I just didn't have the experience um, to mm -hmm. know that they will always evolve. Like you may do a project and be like, I love that. Like, I thought I didn't love kitchens. I love kitchens. Uh -huh. That's what I'm going to go for, which is kind of where Dixie, Dixie's sort of heading into the, the kitchen yeah. and bath, uh, yeah. dipping her toe in and even a little like more. What uh, project I'm working on right now, we're at the point where I'm helping them do their lighting. And I forgot Ooh. how much I like looking at lines on a piece of paper and putting little dots for all of the... I love drawing lighting plans. It sounds calculating how many lumens they need. You're a lum lumen geek. I'm a lumen geek. I really <laughs> But you know, I forgot how much I enjoy this stage because at one point I thought, well, I, I just want to do e-design basically. And it, I can do it, but it just wasn't really... It if it's not lighting you up, you mm -hmm. have to, you have to shift. And that's the thing. And it's, and if you're working with clients that aren't lighting you up, it's the same exact yes. thing. Yes. Um, it's something that I do, I would say every about three months, not, and it's not something I calendar every three months, but I <laughs> notice that I sort of, where am I at? What have mm -hmm. I been focusing on? And, um, you know, we are solopreneurs. We are social media experts of our own businesses. Um, and it's important that we're talking to the right people, that we're targeting yeah. the right people. Um, so we were just about to get ready. We were just, and that, that's why we started this podcast, because of these conversations that Dixie and I have. We come from such different places, uh, mm -hmm. maybe different sides of the brain even, um, that our approaches to the same things 
don't always look the same. So I don't know what Dixie's about to say, and she doesn't know what I'm about to say. Um, it's going to be fun for everyone. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about, um, I do a lot of my targeting on Facebook live streams. Mm -hmm. So uh, what I'm doing is narrowing down who I'm talking to. I want to make sure I'm talking to the right person. Um, and so I'm doing a couple of series this week. I'm doing a series called at your service where I'm talking about uh, not only my services, but letting people know a little bit about me so that they know if we're a good fit, mm -hmm. you know, Absolutely. they have the upper hand because they get a lot of Rachel. They get a lot of Rachel. They can go and consume a lot of me to know if they want to work with me or not. Mm -hmm. So I have to be really careful to make sure that I'm talking to people that I want to contact me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, and that's or with everybody, everything you're posting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you don't want people to say, um, Rachel, I'm getting ready to build this house. I'll be like, run. Not <laughs> <laughs> me. And similarly, if someone says, Dixie, I have this bookshelf <laughs> or anything else. I it's it. I'm sorry. The bookshelf is my go my fallback, my go-to when it comes tabletop, to tablescapes, yeah. oh, tablescapes, my, anything with the word scape at the end. Mm, yeah, <laughs> no, no. Landscape. I really don't want to do cause I'll exactly. end up killing all the plants. So you'll die. You'll actually die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allergies. But, but yeah, I don't even know what I was going to say, but, um, having, having what, uh, I know what I'm going to say. So when you're thinking about the ideal client that you want, I don't know about you, but I'm a researcher. And so I do a you lot of research. No, I am not a researcher. I know. I'm a flower. <laughs> I do a lot, like probably way too much, but I know a lot about my ideal client. And then I took it and I have, um, I actually have two different vision boards. So one of my vision boards for my ideal client is just words that describe her. Okay. And in fun fonts that, that really show what that, what that. Wow. I'm taking makes notes. Bigger impact. <laughs> I might do that. It's I, having a vision board is really great. The other thing that I did is I did a vision board of what her life is like. Okay. So everything from the type of clothes she wears to the type of activities she likes to do to the type of house she would want to have, um, are all on this, the secondary board. So, and I've got them both there together so that I can look at them. I don't do it as often as I want to, but one thing that I figured out a while back, all of those pictures that are on my ideal client board, I have a file on my computer and I just made that my screensaver. Uh -huh. So it's constantly popping up. Like anytime my screen, instead of going dark, it starts showing me my ideal client. You're all, you get, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You get real clear, real fast. You start seeing that all the time. You're like, Hmm, yeah, no, I don't want that that's one. Or yes, I need more good. of this. So that's for me, really that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, um, 
I'm in a weird place right now because I have my ideal client mm -hmm. and it's almost like, you know, when you have something and you don't want to lose it. Yes. That's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So I'm in this thing where I'm like, I can't keep a tight grip. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I, I feel like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, everything is just so perfect. Like, I don't want to lose it. I don't want to lose yes. it. Um, so I've, I guess I've done a pretty good job mm -hmm. of um, branding and, and um, not branding, but what is the word I'm looking for? Not communicating. I think uh, it's kind of all of those things. It is all of those projecting. I, you know, I, I like to use the word magnetizing. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. So I'd like to, I actually like to magnetize things to me, not in the, um, and, and I'm not knocking, um, uh, what do you call it? Law of attraction. Cause I, mm -hmm. I, I, I believe in a lot of, uh, the principles of law of attraction. Um, but you know, for you and I, it, you were, you know what I mean? We, mm -hmm. we would probably use more of the language that uh, would go with a, like a Christian speak things into being and right. you know what I yeah. mean? And they're, and they're very aligned actually. It's just a, it's kind of a little bit of the language thing. Mm -hmm. it only. Um, but so what I do is I actually have a thing and I'm going to be uh, doing a series on this um, called we're a match made in heaven if oh so <laughs> i like that i know i it's so funny to hear like i'm all taking notes <laughs> on what you wrote what you uh -huh. do um and when I open an because i'm a journaler you're a journaler yep. too when i open a you know a blank page on my journal and write where a match made in heaven if it helps me flow because I'm a flower. Um, and so some of the things that I put on there is, um, I'm just looking at my thing right now. So obviously like, um, I, you have to be an optimistic person. You have to be a positive thinker. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely no Debbie Downers in my world. Yeah. Like, and, and that's just like even an energy thing. Like if mm -hmm. you have this like spirally energy, I, I pick up on that too much. I can't have that like in my realm at all. Um, uh, people that value my time, you know, that is a huge thing for me because I've had clients that, you know, they think sort of they can just haul, you'll be there at the drop of a hat Those boundaries. and send them an invoice and they're like, yeah. you know, they're like, what? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, you said be here in five minutes. And I was, you yeah. know what I mean? And so they don't, they just think that because they're paying you whatever that they, that you're just at their beck and call. Right. And um, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. And that is the person that I want to work with. You know, I definitely, and I, and I front load that with them. I let them know that I value your, my time and I, or I value your time, but I also value my time. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's one of the things that I, I write were match made in heaven. If you value my time, you know, mm -hmm. um, you we're a match made in heaven. If you see me giving more value than you've actually paid. 
Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want people to think like, wow, you know, she was worth it in every penny, which is such worth, worth it and more or something like that, which is some of the testimonials that I get, like she was worth every penny. She was worth Mm -hmm. it and more. That is exactly how I want my clients to feel. I don't want them to feel like, oh my God, she overcharges or, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously who, nobody would want that, but, um, I want them to know that um, I have their back, that um, we're a good fit if they know that I have their best interest at heart, mm-hmm. if they know, and I te- and that's one of the things I front load too, is that I will be a good steward of their money, that I yes. will, you know, um, mm-hmm. that I respect their budget, no matter what it is, um, and we're a great match if they're open and honest with me. Like I've had clients that are afraid to give me feedback on a concept board. Uh They don't like something, but they're scared to tell you. And I can't work with that person. And I don't want to work with that person anymore. I have, you know, so that's not a good match for me. Um, And so I view Uh, redesigning a home as self-care. And so if I have somebody that is open enough and, and values themselves, you know, like to, because some people put themselves so far at the bottom of the list that they cannot spend the money to like create a nice environment for themselves. Or sometimes they have this weird voice in their head. I, you've probably come across this where they're like, who do I think I am hiring a designer? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a mom's voice or somebody, you know, from the past. Um, And they really just keep themselves low on the totem pole. And I can't, I can't work with that person. And I think that's one of the things that we have in common, because for me, it's about making sure that your environment is, whether it's a new home or a redesign, that your home is the one that you need to make your life better. Right. Right. So I'm right there with you on that one. Yeah. And somebody that wants like uh, one of my my things is we're a good fit if you want your story told in your home, yeah. not your sister-in-laws, mm-hmm. not your best friends, you know, like you are okay just forging your own path and it's going to look like you and however weird or quirky or you know what I mean? It's going to, or unique, like they're, they're fine with that. They don't want exactly. the Joanna Gaines home if they live at the beach. They don't, you know what I mean? And you, you're like... Some people I meet want that farmhouse look, but they're here in San Diego, right. you know, like a five quite. minute drive from the beach. It's just like, there's no alignment, mm-hmm. you know? And um, yeah, so that's some of the things that I write down. I mean, I am looking at, you know, even they pay me up front and on time. Yes. Huge, huge. Okay. I'm just going to throw this out here. That should be a requirement for Every single person who's listening to this podcast or watching it, your clients should pay you on time. Your ideal client should always be the one to pay you. I have a client right now that is so 
she can't pay me enough. Mm-hmm. Like I, she keeps saying, I'm sitting on this slush. If you want more money, let me know, yep. you know, or my husband gets paid weird. He just got paid. So I'm going to send you some money. And you know, I am a money magnet. So I'm like, send it on over. I will mm-hmm. keep track of it. I will get, let you know every penny, you know, like I don't have a problem. Go ahead. Send it to me. Yep. <laughs> I am not, because I have had clients that I have gotten that my check is lost in the mail multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like, really? That's that's weird. Um, oh, I forgot. I was going to. Oh, I'm sorry. I had my checkbook out. I left it where my keys are. Uh, you know what I mean? And that just, it makes me feel horrible, you know? Well, I would say, too, that part of, of finding your, your ideal client is to feel free to say no to the people who are not your ideal client. And that's hard sometimes. It's, it's, you know, you've got money staring you in the face theoretically and you're like, well, I could do this job and make some money, but it may end up being just absolutely miserable and so not worth the money if, or it could be some other, I guess what I'm trying to say is you should always listen to your heart when it comes to things like that. You, you know who you want and that's who you should take on. Don't take on just anybody just because. Well, that's what I think is important. And I think that's what you and I are trying to exactly what you said. And just Mm -hmm. to like piggy bank, piggyback on that. Um, (laughs) You have money on the brain, piggy bank, (laughs) money magnet. Um, One of the lines is my clients are happy to pay the price of my services. Mm -hmm. So we're a perfect match if you're happy to pay the price. So if I get that client that even kind of says, oh, well, let me talk to my husband or, oh, that sounds like a lot. If they can't pay for the service, then how are they going to pay for the rest of it? Right. You know, because the service is just one part. How are you going to pay for the furnishings or how are you going to pay for this? Mm-hmm. Or you maybe you have the money, but you just don't value my service. Right. And not, not like my service, but you, you think it should be free or you think it should be less or you think it should be, you know what I mean? And so just that line keeps me clear when, when I get that little, like, Oh, you know, that little, like, you know, whatever I've had clients that don't have a big budget, but they'll say, Hey, I know you're about your, your, you know, your hourly is about 200 and something. If I can pay that, is it okay if I like only have a thousand dollars for accents and you can go to like home goods and mm-hmm. use what I have? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So they'll pay the bulk on the design services. Like they really want me to come in and help them. And basically that's almost like what I call my makeover, my room makeover right. service. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're happy to pay for the service. They just cut a little bit on what they are able to spend because they, right. they've seen my work. They know I can do so much with, you know, a, and that's, a small budget. That's kind of what the idea of having a designer is that, you know, you spend the money on the designer services so that you can get the biggest bang for your buck. But speaking of, of people who kind of go, oh, when you tell them your price <laughs> last week, I had a client that I was, um, sat down for an initial consultation and outlining what the contract was going to be and what I, what my services were going to be. And then for some reason I had a little bit of a brain fart when it came to when I was telling her the price. And so 
she, I said, well, I can do all of this for 1040. And her eyes got this big. And she was like, $10,040. I was like, oh my gosh, no, a thousand, a thousand. I was like, oh yeah, I can do that. Maybe that's what we need to do. And say that'll be about Dropping thirty. Like, that'll be about thirty, and they're all thirty thousand. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I meant three thousand. Yeah. Thirty hundred, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah easy. I don't know easy. what I was thinking that day, but it just kind of went. Boop. And the look on her face is that look that you never want to see. Yeah. <gasps> oh, there's no way I can afford you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is so funny. So, oh my gosh, this is terrible for podcasting, but I think I feel a sneeze coming on. God bless you. Now it won't happen. <laughs> Kazoo tight. <laughs> it never fails. Uh, if I tell somebody bless you ahead of time, they don't sneeze. You just sit there with that miserable tickle feeling in your I nose know. for forever. But this gave me time to look at my list. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the things, too, is decisive. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Yes, 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 I cannot stand working with somebody who is not decisive. I don't know how you figure that out in the beginning, but I, I'm just done. But you know what I'm finding out and more, the more I work with my ideal client is she is a professional woman right? and she is already probably at like VP executive status Mm -hmm. anyway. Um, and even the early boomers who, you know, uh, held really high positions, you know, but are still busy. I find the busier the person is, the Easier quicker they can make decisions, yeah. you know, even if they're busy in retirement. I would say that the, you can kind of tell if, whether or not they're decisive when it comes to like setting an appointment with them. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't know what's best for you. And, and, yeah. and it, it, there's a lot of give and take to it. Yeah. It's usually a sign that they're not going to be quite as decisive. decisive. Yeah. Because if they're able to go, well, I'm available on Mondays and Wednesdays at this time. Like that's it. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of thinking that I need. Exactly. Where I exactly. say, okay, you can have this or this, which one do you like? And they're like, that one done. Absolutely. I'm trying to see anything else that I have. Do you have anything? Um, I does, does your ideal client have a name? No. Mine does. My ideal, my ideal client's name. It's is not a name. hobbit name, is it? No. no well, I you mean, said you had I your. Know, I know. That was my pretend client. <laughs> For the, okay, for those of you who don't know, when we talked about e-design, I said that I had a pretend client for my My Doma studio, and it was Bilbo Baggins, and he lived in the Hobbit Hole. And I had no idea who Bilbo Baggins (laughs) is or whatever. Which just shows how much of a nerd I am. (laughs) So I gave my client, my actual ideal client, not my little pretend Hobbit Hole client, her name is Megan, because that's... Think about, for me, giving her a name kind of embodied her. Like she's, she's almost a physical thing now. And when you talk to people, I've talked to uh, my networking group. When I gave my 10 minute talk about who I was, who I'd like to work with, 
I just told them about Megan. I was like, this is what Megan does. This is how she is. This is what she needs. And they were like, oh my gosh, because everybody knows a Megan. Everybody knows a Megan. I need another name. You need to research some names for me since you're a researcher. Did you research that name? You know, what's funny is I did a lot of research on names and I didn't pick any of them. Oh, really? It just mm -hmm. came to you. It just came to me. Like everything else. Yep. What else do I have? Um, oh, they have to be creative. They have to have in their own way. Right. Um, they have to be open-minded and fun to collaborate with. So I like, mm -hmm. and maybe it's because my design process starts a little bit further down the road, um, usually with a couple of things that people own. I... You're doing that thing where I thought you were frozen. I'm again. sorry. <laughs> I was like, double D. <laughs> it's because I'm holding my breath in anticipation of what you're going to say. You, it's every time you hold your breath, huh? It really is. It really is. I, I, I was like, I start to panic. I'm all. <laughs> we've got a great, um, knock on wood, we've got a great internet connection today. I know. I know. Um. What was I even saying? Now I'm thrown off. What was I saying? What were you holding your breath for? Collaborate with. Yes. So I like people that, you know, they already have that thing. Um, it's a jumping off point for, with, for me. Mm -hmm. um, they have ideas. You know, yeah. it's like they have a point of view. I think it's a point of view is what I'm looking mm -hmm. for. You know, and it's like, I, it sometimes takes me to places that I hadn't thought of, Yeah, which I love. And co collaboration, you know, is one of my love language yeah. words. I love, that's why I love a pot, love me a podcast co-host. <laughs> um, yeah. So that is, I need to name her though. I definitely need to name yeah. her. It makes it, I, I have to say seeing pictures of who she is and what she does and having a name for her. It has really crystallized in my mind and made it a lot easier to say no to the people who aren't my Megan. Megan, what does she drive? Uh, maybe a little car like mine. Fancy one. That's Civic, Civic Coupe. Hmm, maybe. So I, for me, it's something that's practical, but fun. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see her driving Generally, now I'm going to say this and, and anybody who's my client is going to go, but that's what I drive. Um, I don't see her driving a minivan. Mm, no, mine, mine definitely doesn't mm -hmm. drive a minivan. So mine's more in the German, mm -hmm. the German realm of things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that, um, just to like recap, we went, it, we went there, we went down the rabbit yep. hole on that. But it's important. We never do that, Rachel. Never. <laughs> no rabbit holes around here. <laughs> it's so important. I mean, when whether you're Dixie talking to Megan or mm -hmm. me, knowing that you know we're a per, we're a match made in heaven. If when right. I'm having those initial discovery calls with somebody or I meet somebody, I you know I will literally let off the gas mm -hmm. if I just like those things aren't ticked and I meet somebody somewhere and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm a designer. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell myself to them. Not that I sell myself to anybody, but I'm not going to try to magnetize them to mm -hmm. me. Yeah, you know, I'm going to pull agree. off the gas a little bit mm -hmm. and I'm going to go, you know, um, and it helps you. It helps you because otherwise you are just 
I, I, I hate to say this. It, I don't even think this is a thing anymore, but like used car sales, many, you know, oh, like yeah. that, like, uh, I don't even know if they're like that anymore. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, I don't want to be that person that's just, you know, chatting everyone up. Um, if I just was making a chomping hand, <laughs> I, I, I look like I was chomping people up. Well, um, I even, um, at one of the chamber events I went to the other day, there was somebody there who hopefully is not listening to this podcast, but this, <laughs> this guy was like the second he he met you. He was like, Oh, hi, I'm so-and-so I do this. And this is my card and you should do this. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, lay off, dude, lay off. Magnetize yeah. somebody else. Yes. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Don't be like that guy. Yeah. I, and I, yeah, I can't, I, I couldn't anyway, but you know, I've been in positions where you have to, when you're working at a furniture place and it's your yeah. up. And that's, and that's why I hated working there was because uh -huh. for me, I need the connection. You had to be my ideal client. Yeah. You had to work with whoever walked in the door and it was your turn to approach that mm -hmm. and had to suit your personality to fit theirs instead of just finding somebody who fits you. Yeah, exactly. So and actually that's, that's kind of what it's all about is finding the, the people that, suit your personality so that you can just do you. You don't have to worry about being anybody else for anybody else. Just do what you do. Do what you do. When you're communicating on social media, whether you're li a live streamer like me, a podcaster like us, or, you know, Instagram's your jam, um, make sure that everything you do is talking to your Megan, yes. you know, whoever your Megan is or my nameless person. We will find her a name. My nameless match made in heaven. <laughs> um, I feel that, like she can have an exotic name. So whenever you're thinking. I think she's got a French name. I think I'm going to meet her at Maison AMG. I think so. okay. There you go. That's what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> we are so bad. Um, so, but it's so important, isn't it? I mean, I feel like you and I have only launched a couple of years out. We're a couple of years down the launching after our launches. Mm -hmm. And we just keep niching and narrowing and um, pivoting. Yeah. Pivoting. Oh, I was <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, this time I'm not holding my your, breath. Is your dog? Can you hear her? Just one little bark. Uh, another one. And Sadie, another one. Sadie wants to talk. <laughs> So anyway, just to wrap, um, figure out, spend the time. And how do you do that? So I am quiet time in the morning with my journal. Mm -hmm. It's when I spend my time visioning. How do you, you said you start by researching. So is that like Pinterest? Like how do you research? Um, actually, I get into demographics and what... Girl, what? No, and that—that's my. What are you radical. talking about? The, the thing that works the best, I'll be perfectly okay. honest, is to think about the people that I have already worked with successfully in the past. Okay. So, despite all of the research that I did initially, yeah, yeah, the thing that has been the best was going. Okay, who did I love working with? Oh yeah, what qualities did I love about them? That's what I want Megan to have, and it's yeah. it's different clients have different things and I've just kind of taken all of them because if I'm going to have an ideal client, by golly, she's going to be ideal. 
ideal. Yes. Exactly. Take them, take all those qualities, mash them up together. And that's my Megan. But, and then you found the things that represent her on mm -hmm. like Pinterest or Google or what? Um, I, I tend to just, you know, it started, that was, that was the other research that I did was like finding out, if, okay, if so-and-so likes this on Facebook, what else might they like? So mm. that, that helped. And then I would find, I just Googled pictures that represented the things that she would Yeah. Like yeah. And do. I'm interested to meet Megan one day. I am too. Your Megan. Yeah. I wonder, and I think you should never maybe meet your Megan. I know. You know, like you should always, should I think be ruined will, for the rest of your life. I know. Megan will always <laughs> evolve, I think, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you'll be yeah. like, oh, I thought I wanted Megan to have that, but. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's okay <laughs> to change your ideal client. You're not. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> you are not stuck. This is all you. This is all visioning. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, I think that's super important for people. Don't, I think people get locked up over stuff like that. Yeah. Like if I vision this. And I, I have to do that. I might get it. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Yes. And it can change. And if you get it and you don't like it, you can change. Mm -hmm. You know, it's better than not, you know, just going all loosey goosey. You know, yeah. and just you're not you don't want to try and market to everybody because ugh, it's miserable. Trust us, we know it's miserable. Yeah. You don't want to be all things to everyone. You mm -hmm. want to do you do your thing, be an expert at that and yep. um have people value that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's where we're gonna end it. Because otherwise we're gonna go down another rabbit hole we didn't mean to. And that was kind of the perfect ending. It was. <laughs> Thank you for listening today to Design and Style. We'll see you. What?